freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcast subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be talking about Joe Big citizen, Canadian government warning the LGBTQ community, and weed. But first things first. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated, and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives.
What up, sis? What up, brother? Just trying to you get did. my lighting together. <laughs> you and you and me both. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here looking like Casper, and then you disappeared. First, you was mellow yellow. Now you, uh, now you, uh, crazy blue. Yeah, that I, I don't know what to do about it. It's I don't know what to either, do about it. Either I turn bright pink or I'm blue. So, but you know what? Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? You had a very uh, fun weekend. Yes, I went to to Las Vegas for the first time. Right, right, so right. So I got to see everybody. Asked me like, "What did you do?" I was like, "What? Did, what, what do you mean? What did I do? I had I had a good time. I don't know. It's supposed to stay in Vegas. Why are you asking me this?" Right. But I didn't do uh, like like I didn't go to the strip. They were like, "You want to go to the strip or something like that?" I was like, "See a street full of hotels? Not no, really." That's that's not what the strip. The strip is dope. Like the strip, I, I'm trying to think of what I could compare it to. But well, I went to Fremont. I don't know. And what that that is. was it's another strip of. It's got a real like '50s vibe to it. Okay. Yeah, it's got a bunch of restaurants and bars and stuff, and it's all lit up. It's like a. It's like a whole thing. I went to the Mob Museum. Um okay. and they took me to go see Beyonce. Like I buried right, the lead there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that's what we was trying to get to is the fact that you yeah. went to go see Beyonce. I, yes, it was a complete surprise. Um, shout out to our cousin's fiance. He bought us the tickets. Um, complete surprise. I got to see Beyonce. Actually, let's be clear. I got Beyonce was a bonus. I got to see Blue Ivy. She was there for our <laughs> night. <laughs> I'm a Blue Ivy stan. She is. She was for there real? that okay. night. Yes. Yeah. Blue. This is Blue Ivy's internet. We're on. This is Blue Ivy's world. We are just. We're just little know. peons living in it. Yeah. I don't know much about Blue Ivy except that's Beyonce. She runs the household. She runs the household. <laughs> uh, she runs the career. She's everyone's manager. Everyone's agent. That okay. in our in our minds is Blue Ivy stands. That's how we. Okay. Yes, and Beyonce just holds her juice boxes, honestly. So, <laughs> what, what, in, in reality, what is Blue Ivy? Just her daughter? That it's that, just her daughter. Yeah, just her daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. But probably the only person like in the world who like gets annoyed when Beyonce tells jokes or something like like. Well, as a child does. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah, her, yeah. that's just her mom, and I think that it's cool. It's cool seeing them interact. Well, that's cool that. Uh, like I, I wonder how they keep her grounded because she's been yeah. like semi touring with mom. Yeah, and mom has paid her handsomely. Uh, yeah, from what I've heard. But I mean, to to have your mom being like Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah, that's got to be. Yeah. You know, a big deal, and it seems like she's pretty well adjusted. I'm not in the household, so I don't know. I just I um I think she's at an age, of course, where she knows like my mom is Beyonce. Whereas like when she was younger, probably like her siblings probably don't understand their mom is Beyonce. Hmm. So or that their dad is Jay Z, right? I'm I'm gonna try this again because this this lighting. I, I think that's better. I, I I just don't like the yellow tint. Yeah. I've always had the yellow tint though. No, you have not. Yeah, it's always been a little yellow. It's I've never noticed that. Well, it's always been a little a little yellow. Like this might be like too much yellow. That's too much yellow. That's too much yellow. That's practically orange. 
Oh, okay. Well, we just gonna keep it like this then, I guess. Are we taking uh, this out? No, we, we're gonna leave it in. This is what we this is what we do. Because <laughs> I don't feel like editing this out. We just go leave this in. Literally, the people who are listening are like, "What are they even talking about?" <laughs> hey, look, this is we're talking about the lighting. We're talking about the light. Was too yellow. Yeah, we're talking about the lighting on the video portion God. of the podcast. <laughs> so, all right. So Vegas was cool. Did you gamble? I didn't gamble. No. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm surprised not a for you. Yeah, that's I'm a pretty, that's I, a ball headed lie. I'm not a gambler. I like slots. That's not gambling. You like gambling in general? No, I don't. What was the What was the game Uncle Kenny used to play with you all the time? Oh, Pacino. That's yeah. different. Why is that? Is that not playing for money? Yes. Well, so that's damn. gambling. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like Pacino and I like slots. <laughs> And I like blackjack. And bingo. And bingo. And Texas Hold'em. So, gambling. (laughs) Back to what I originally (laughs) said. You you like gambling. I didn't, listen, I didn't bring gambling money. I brought, (laughs) I brought a surprise going to Renaissance concert, need to buy merch money. That's where that money went. That's where that money went. I bought my uh, Beyonce fan, my folding fan, and my cowboy hat, but I left the cowboy hat. Well, well I guess you, she'll just mail it to you then. That would be nice. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you said she's going to keep it? Probably. <laughs> All right. Well, tell me, no, we're not going to put our business out there. I was about to say, tell me about a fiance, but we can save that for the after hours episode. If yeah. y'all want to know about our cousin's uh, fiance, y'all sign up for our Patreon page at, at, at patreon.com backslash unsolicited perspectives, where you can get after hours uncensored. Once again, that is a different show than the sibling happy hour. It is not the sibling happy hour unedited. It is a different show. Yes. With the two of us. There is no, uh, there is no edited version of the si- sibling happy hour. There's one where we don't <laughs> cuss as much, but there's no... <laughs> edited like this isn't you're not listening to the edited version and then there's like a uncut bt yeah. uncut version no there's not <laughs> there's, there's damn sure not no bt uncut version <laughs> no it's not <laughs> there's not no bt uncut whole, version it's a whole other show it's just dilly dallying <laughs> yeah it's a whole lot of dilly dallying and sometimes we talk about we talk about sometimes stuff that that I won't allow us to talk about on the main show because yeah. we turn enough people off sometimes with some of our topics on the main show. And, and this is today would be a prime example of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of more topics that's going to turn people off. Speaking of turning people off or turning people away or people call us in a ruckus, Joe Biggs was sent yes. today to 17 or 18 years, 17 years, right? He got 17 years, yes, just shy of the longest, pun- longest punishment imposed on a participant. That went to... I believe um one eye Oath Keepers it was the Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes he was found yeah. guilty of a seditious conspiracy involving his extremist group and he got sentenced earlier this year to 18 years Okay but Biggs is right behind him Yeah so Joe Biggs for those people that don't know who he is is a former top organizer for the Proud Boys. Uh, like we said, he was sentenced to 17 years in prison for his role in the January 6th assault on the Capitol. He terrorist was, uh, assault. Terrorist assault. 
on the on the Capitol. He was convicted of seditious conspiracy and other felonies stemming from his leadership role for the January 6th terrorist assault on the Capitol. Uh, like we said, he's, it's one of the longest sentences. 17 is right behind uh, 18 for the guy from the Oath Keepers. Mm-hmm. He's one of four proud boys uh, found guilty at trial. Uh, Earlier this year for, you know, causing the January 6th terrorist assault Mm -hmm. uh, for basically trying to keep Trump in power. That's basically what it did. Uh, The Justice Department argues Biggs is as responsible as former Proud Boys chairman Henry Enrique Taro for his group's involvement in the, uh, once again, the Capitol terrorist attack on Mm -hmm. January 6th uh, and that both men deserve to spend 33 years in prison. uh, this wouldn't be a record setting punishment for a participant because that was obviously the the head of the Oath Keepers, but it was just behind it. Yeah. Now, people are asking me, like, are people really going to jail for January 6th? Uh, in relation to the January 6th attacks, more than 950 people uh, have been charged in January 6th Capitol terrorist riot. Yeah. About 335 people have received the name sentences. gets longer and longer every time you say it. <laughs> well, because you just got to put that <laughs> emphasis on it. About 335. Uh, anti-black. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nothing about no anti-black because uh, Henry Enrique was Latino. That don't mean he. That don't mean he's not white. He, well, he's. I think he was Afro-Latino. Yeah. Well, everybody right. who's you know skin folk and kin folk. Oh, I'm about to attack one group of the Latino community, Dominicans. They do not consider themselves black. But ladies and gentlemen, Dominicans are darker than I am. I don't, black. That, I don't know that. I don't know that. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, you might be right. Yeah, right next to Haiti. Yeah, they don't. From what I know, historically, Haitians don't get uh, much love in the Dominican Republic, though. Oh, of course not, because they're black. And Dominicans don't consider themselves black. But anyway, just about- anger a whole country. <laughs> <laughs> now, our goddaughter, our cousin, Dominican. Yes. So I love Dominicans. Again, they- that is a, that is a that is <laughs> a talking point that you cannot use your proximity to someone <laughs> to absolve yourself. Hold on. I legitimately don't have any problem with Dominicans. I'm just stating for the fact a lot of Dominicans that I know don't consider themselves black. Well, anti-blackness in in Latin America and the Caribbean is um well, we already know that that's a colorism and anti-blackness, that that's a real problem. I would say colorism. I would say anti-darkness because that's across. You know what's funny to me? It's, oh, it's Lord, anti-blackness. Oh, oh, Lord. Here we go. Tangent. Uh, we, hold on. Oh, Let Lord. me say this and then I'm going to go back to the tangent. ADD. Three, right. <laughs> Who's the, what's the girl that says that again? I don't know her name, but she. But it was such a funny video. She called, it was ADHD. Funny. <laughs> right, and that was a funny right now. Uh, about 335 people have been uh, have received sentencing, and approximately 185 of them have been sentenced to prison time. So a lot of them got sentences ex- uh, suspended and probably put on bo- uh, probation. But uh, these main guys are definitely going. Yeah, no, no, they they definitely going. Yeah, they definitely going. Um, so yeah, so hold on. So to go back about Dominicans and you say anti-black, I say anti-dark because you go throughout most cultures. Uh, I know people from India; they even have lighting cream, lightning cream to make that's themselves global. light. That's a that's a billion dollar right. industry. However, you know what's funny? 
What? Everybody want to be lighter except when they want to get a tan. So strange. Yeah, this is the strangest thing in the world to me. White so people strange. in this country, not all white people, not all white people, but it'd be funny because sometimes some of the most racist white people love tanning. Case in point, our our, our former president of the United States, he loved getting tanned. He don't like yeah. black people. I mean, I don't know any orange people besides him because he is very much orange, but mm. you do have a point, correct? No, that's I know a lot of orange people. That's a spray tan. It is terrible. Well, I mean, he's 79 years old, you know. I don't, Speaking I don't know of what old, else. did you see Glitch McConnell <laughs> I, freeze I, up again? I don't I don't think that's funny to joke on him. I do not like what he stands for. Here's I, the thing. As Here's politics. I do not wish that on anybody. That that freezing like that that seemed almost like the sunken place. Here's my thing. Okay, it is hilarious. No, and I'm going to tell you why it's hilarious. No, it's not. I'm going to tell you why it's hilarious. Okay. Because he's not a good person. And so um, to see him glitch out, I don't know why we have to pretend like people are good people just because they're old and sick. First of no, all, no, 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 God that's willing, not. all of us are going to get old and sick one day. Right. Like, I, I wish that all of us got old one day as old as Mitch McConnell, who is ancient. But I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't give me some weird little joy to see him like really fumble like this. Does that make sense? I, I mean, I don't agree with it, but me and you differ when it comes to things like this. And this is, and I have a point to this. Me and you differ when it comes to things like this. I can look at people who I absolutely disagree with, mm -hmm. right? And as long as they're not a hypocrite, if they believe what they believe, I at least have respect for them to stand up for what they believe in, no matter if it's wrong or right, because I'm not always right, right? I, I think I'm right most of the time, but I'm not always right. But I stand on my convictions. I believe what I believe and I stand on them. Mm -hmm. He believes what he believes and he stands on it. I can respect him a whole hell of a lot more for being consistently who he is than somebody that's a flip-flopper like uh, Donald Trump or I Matt Gates that, or Marjorie I Taylor. I find Green. that weird. I, I No, I can say to somebody that I fundamentally disagree with your belief system. I, I, I don't disagree with his but belief I don't, but I don't system. I, I disagree with the very tangible things that he's doing to ruin people's lives. Like it, you we can disagree, we can disagree on, no, there's no way that he thinks he's doing anything for the LGBTQ community or for black no, people. because he doesn't for, care about the LGBTQ community. Exactly. That's, that's my point. But my, there's no way that I can, okay, if we disagree on something in theory, fine. But when you start to put harmful things into practice, a daily practice, he, he fundamentally changed the federal judiciary. Mm -hmm. And that is going to affect particularly uh, communities of color, but poor or low-income communities for decades. I'm not disputing any of that, and I'm not disagreeing with anything that you're saying. And uh, so I can't just say that I respect somebody for being a bigot. <laughs> that's not, no, no, that's not what I'm and saying. Act, that's and, not what I'm saying. Like, because at least you're consistent. No. Nah. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm. That's not what I'm saying. See, 
And and anyway, I don't. You got think, me up here I, defending Mitch McConnell, and I'm not trying to defend Mitch McConnell. I'm trying to defend my. Nobody wants to be put. Nobody wants to be put in that position. <laughs> nobody would be. All I'm saying is, I'm not going to take joy in the fact that he is clearly having something medically happening to him. Yeah. And instead of those people around him being like, "Yo, man, like you need to take care of yourself," Stop, they keep step propping back. him up. Yeah. They, they keep propping him up. Which, by the way, and he's not the only one. And that's Diane Feinstein, Crazy Joe. And that's the funny, th- that's what makes it funny. Is, is it the they fact that they keep weekend at Bernieing him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the same thing like, they say about Crazy Joe, though. That's what the same thing they say about Crazy Joe. And so we should be talking about what? Age limits and term limits. I, I don't know if age limits is this thing. Term limits, Term yes. limits. Term limits, yes. But age limit, I'm not going to, because I know there are some people, speaking of which. These speaking are people which, making decisions about our country and the way we're represented abroad. I want well, their minds sharp. Yeah, well, I mean, then you got to talk to people that's elected them to office. Mm. Right, I but mean, when the pool we get to choose from is a bunch of 80, 90 year old men, <laughs> it sucks. And and this is it's a sprinkle of women in there. It's a, it's a sprinkle. It's a sprinkle. Yeah, but let's be honest, this country's not ready for that. Well, every time that we had, well, no, there was a time where we had two young presidents, three were young presidents back to back to back. We had Bill Slick Willie, we had Smooth W. And we had Cool Barack. Right. I mean, we had three back-to-back-to-back young presidents, and the country was still left up. So, so, so. I mean, eh, maybe we gave the old folks a run. And Crazy Joe ain't doing a bad job, contrary to what no. other people want to want to say. You know, he ain't no, doing a bad econ- job. The economy is bouncing back. Bouncing you know, back, yeah, bouncing back. It still ain't it, there, but it's it bouncing. It ain't back. Oh, it ain't back. Yeah, it's but bouncing. It's bouncing, <laughs> it's bouncing back. back. Yeah, it's slowly. That bounce, that bounce of basketball. It's bouncing back. It's bouncing back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's doing a little bankhead bounce back. Uh, that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> bankhead bounce back. Yeah, you ain't doing that bad of a job. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you had me up here defending Mitch McConnell. I'm not trying to defend Mitch McConnell. What I basically was trying to say is I don't take joy in the fact that he's having health issues. No matter, I, no, I just, I'm just I'm, not going to take I, joy in it. What I find funny is not that he's having health issues. What I actually find funny is just the way that they're fumbling it. Like the the handling of it. They just keep propping him up like a scarecrow. Yeah, it was really bad. That the it's first time really it happened. Bad. The first time it happened, I was like, mm, oh, that's no that's no good. And that was just like a couple of weeks ago. And now yes. he's having another one out in the open. How many is he having behind the scenes? Right. How many is he having behind the scenes? So And they keep saying, oh, he was feeling lightheaded. You know, when you feel lightheaded, you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. <laughs> you get, for, okay. for the people that's for people that's listening to, uh, on the audio, my sister tucked her head down, put her hand on the headset, mm, mm, like you're trying to gain balance. But yeah. maybe his maybe his game balance is just be still. No, I don't. No one's <laughs> no one's <laughs> no one's regain of any kind of cognition is to stare blankly <laughs> off into space. And not respond when people call your name. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody does it like that. You grab your head, you go, mm, lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> <Just, laughs> 
<laughs> that's how you get that across. So it's just bad all around. Mm-hmm. Um, but he need to think about sitting down somewhere. And funny thing, he glitched out on a question asking him about 2026, about running in 2026. And yeah. uh, so mm. yeah. don't. I my <laughs> recommendation is sit down somewhere. Yeah, it's I mean, he already did his, he did his he did his damage. He 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 didn't stack the judiciary system to, to to put marginalized people behind the eight ball for the next I don't know mm-hmm. generation. So right. he didn't did he didn't did his job. He can go and ride off in the sunset, and then at the end of the days, we take his last last breath, burning hell. <laughs> but yeah. on that note, but <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I see demons. That's what we're going to see. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's the reason why he's freezing. Maybe that's the reason why maybe, he's freezing. They, they, he, they, like, he, he might be like, oh shit, I see them demons right there. I see demons. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is reacting, so it must just be me that sees them. That's a, if you see a demon, you might not hear a question asked of you as well. You might be like, huh, you might what just you say? Like, you might just zone out. You <laughs> might huh, just. Huh, what you say? I ain't, I ain't hear nothing you said because there's a demon like literally right there. Y'all see that demon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> only I. Only I can see the demon, huh? This Hold ain't on. good. That's not good. <laughs> and, then they gonna come up, and then they're going to come up and ask him, are you okay? Be like, no. <laughs> No. I see a demon that don't nobody else see. That don't look good for me. How can I change my ways? Is it too late? Is it too late? Is this is, is this a screwed situation and I have I can visit by three ghosts? Is there time? Is it still time for me to change my ways? That's why I want not, to know. You're not recalling a Bill, a Bill Murray movie, Screws. <laughs> oh my God. Talk about age. But look, that's enough of the dilly daddling. Let's get to some serious stuff. Since we were talking okay. about Mitch McConnell and his hatred for the LGBT community, let's talk about how Canada is telling its folks, you better watch out. Well, sis, uh, did you hear about what Canada told its LGBTQ community before visiting the U.S.? I did not until you told me about it. All right. So Canada basically gave an advisory to all of its Canadians, fellow Canadians that are uh, in the LGBTQ plus community uh, to be on high alert when coming into the United States. because some states have enacted laws and policies that may affect those people, the LGBTQ plus communities, and to check the relevant state and local laws for wherever they're going to visit. The Global Affairs Canada stated, since the beginning of 2023, certain states in the U.S. have passed laws banning drag shows and restricting the transgender community from access to gender affirming care and from participation in uh, sporting events. Uh, neither the statement nor the travel advisory singled out any specific states or laws, but I will red states. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, that's basically what's going on. So we've created such a hostile hatred environment to people of the LGBTQ plus community that other Mm -hmm. countries are saying, Hey, yo, you might want to be careful when you travel there. Kind of similar to black folks and staying woke. Now, what do I mean when I say that? The history of the word woke was was told to black people to stay awake 
when they were driving in areas in the South that were not friendly to Black folks. That's where the word woke come from, to stay woke, to be aware of dangerous surroundings. So Canada is basically telling its LGBTQ plus community to stay woke when traveling to certain states and cities Mm -hmm. in the U.S. The home of the free, the home of the free and the land of the brave. That's what they say. Fair. No, it's fair. um, We should be issuing these same warnings if just traveling inter, you know, uh, across the country. Um, it's a hundred percent fair because they're not wrong. These not, it's not just laws against something that seems innocuous, like a drag show. It's literally the writing into law, uh, transphobia and anti-trans legislation. That's depriving people of their bodily autonomy depriving people of the ability to identify the way that they want or need to. It's affecting the mental health and of, of a large swath of our community. We're dealing with it every day. So I think it's fair for other countries to say, look, the U.S. is getting kind of crazy. We've never been in that position, though. That's usually us giving out those advisories. Right. Um, so it's strange to be in this position that other countries are warning about travel to the U.S., but that's valid. Well, let me just tell you how valid it is. This year, there's been a record-shattering uh, for anti-LGBTQ plus legislation with particular scrutiny on gender-affirming healthcare access for trans children, gen- for transgender children and teenagers. 19 of the 50 states, 19 of the 50 states have passed laws restricting it, while some states have enacted laws that punish healthcare prof- professionals who provide uh, gender-affirming treatment to minors with prison time. Prison time. Others have built in yeah. limited exceptions for minors to continue medication based on non-surgical forms of care. So they could take like hormone therapy and uh, I guess um, testosterone blockers, mm-hmm. but they can't get no snip snip corrections or anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. The wide ranging restrictions have created a complicated legal landscape for trans people to maneuver. Several of the bans force legal challenges from healthcare providers and civil rights organizations. So we're fighting back. Mm-hmm. But when 19 of the 50 states have, let me explain to you guys what this basically means. Do y'all remember slavery? I seem to recall yeah. a period in the time of African-Americans in this country in which we were enslaved. Yeah. Yes. Um, there were a certain number of states that had slavery and a certain number of states that outlawed slavery. It was split mm-hmm. like half and half. And uh, those same states that basically had slavery, you will see that they are similar states that are writing this anti-LGBTQ plus legislation. Mm-hmm. 19 states. So what does that mean? The country is divided. This country's always been divided. It's always been divided into the North and the South. And maybe some people are going to fly over states. They, they go back and forth. I know Illinois is a blue state, but then 
Ohio is a red state and Wisconsin is now purple, even though Wisconsin, let me tell you how crazy Wisconsin is. They they elect their Supreme Court justices. The liberal side of the Wisconsin Supreme Court just got a new member that was just elected in. So Mm -hmm. they're going to some of these redistricting laws that the Republicans of Wisconsin were trying to get passed. They know now that this, quote unquote, liberal judge is going to side with the liberal side of the Supreme Court and not allow this gerrymandering redistricting. So what they're trying to do, they're trying to veto veto her out of office. They either want her to recuse herself from participating in the case of this redistricting gerrymandering, or they will Mm -hmm. veto her. And guess what? They have all the numbers to veto. It's a simple majority in the House and a two-thirds majority in the Senate, and they have the numbers. So because they because this judge probably is not going to do what these Republicans want her to do, mm-hmm. duly elected judge, they're going to veto her and kick her out of office. Now, now you tell me, ladies and gentlemen, is that ethical? Is that fair play? Is that democracy or is that do it my way or get the hell out? It damn sure ain't democracy. It's it's against democracy because this person was elected into office and now they're trying to get her out. But this is this is the landscape of politics. And so attacks on the LGBTQ plus community is something that politicians can run on now because it Mm -hmm. appeals to the base who's supposed to be evangelical and accept and love everybody and follow the teachings of Jesus. But we've already established over the last couple of episodes that these uh, Jesus loving Christian folks uh, don't follow the teachings of Christianity. They follow conservative beliefs, which is not what Jesus Mm -hmm. was teaching, but okay. That's how you want to live your life. That's how you want to live your life. And now other countries are considering us dangerous yeah. Dangerous to come and visit. Yes. Fair. I, I mean, I don't I don't really know what else to talk about this. I felt like this should be a longer segment, but I'm kind of just depressed. It is very depressing. It's like I had to talk to somebody recently and, and they were defending Dave Chappelle and his attacks on transgender. And and let's be clear, Dave hasn't necessarily attacked transgender. He's just not been the ally that I believe he should be for transgender folks. Mm-hmm. And and the person that I was having a debate with was just like, hey, he was just trying to make a point that, you know, black people, you know, get discriminated against too. And I was like, yeah, okay, but when did this become... As if trans people can also be I black. Got, that was a later point. <laughs> but the first initial point yeah. was when did this become uh, a, a competition of trauma? Right. That, like, I, I I don't know why people want to do, well, my trauma is harder than this. You want to know how, how hard I had? This is what I had to do. And I guess we we're taught because our parents taught us, look, y'all think it's hard now. When I was your age, I had to do this, 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 and this. And I guess it's past. Yeah. I guess that. I had to walk 15 miles to school through the snow barefoot. Right. <laughs> and like, no, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma and granddad gave you shoes and you caught a bus. <laughs> you caught a bus. You were bus to school. So, but I, I guess that's where it comes from is the generation before us telling us how how hard they had it. So you had to out trauma the next person. Okay. 
So mm-hmm. maybe it's a societal thing. And and a lot of times, often in society, people don't want to admit what they're wrong and they don't want to apologize. It's becoming more and more prevalent as, as we move forward in society and life. But I said, well, Dave was sitting there comparing traumas, number one, and mm-hmm. saying, well, my our trauma is, is, is longer lasting and is more deeply rooted in America. So we get first dibs. And I'm like, nobody gets first dibs on trauma. That's number one. And I was like, no. and number two, he's completely ignoring that there are black people that are trans and the majority of the people that are committing suicide in the trans community are black. And when I pointed it out to- That are being murdered in the trans community. Right, that are either committing suicide or being murdered, they're black. And when I pointed it out to that person, they're like, oh, you know what? You're right. I didn't think about that. And I was like, huh. So you can have intellectual debate and people actually <laughs> listen to your point of view. Because I was hearing what he had yes. to say. And I understand it as a black man, what Dave was trying to say. I know what he was trying to say. Just I'm not yes. going to go to a Jewish person and be like, you know, slavery was worse than the Holocaust. I would never compare traumas like that. I would never no. go to a Native American person or or what do we indigenous an indigenous person and say you know slavery mm-hmm. was worse than anything that ever happened to y'all. It's absolutely ridiculous. No. Like I would not do that. It, it all really bad. All of it is bad. Yeah, it's none of it's great. <laughs> not 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 <laughs> well. I mean, if you if you listen to the politicians down in Florida, you know there were some benefits to, uh, for black folks in slavery. They were already agrarian people. No, no, that's not. That's why you had them come over no, here. No, that's not. Because they already knew how to farm. No, but that's not what they're saying, though. That's not what being, that's not what being taught. The hell? Y'all didn't teach us nothing. Um, uh, They did teach us uh, Christianity. <sighs> which I don't know if that was a good or okay. bad thing. I mean, I love the Lord. <laughs> it's just their version of Christianity is a little bit different. Yes. You yeah. got anything to add on to about this? I got a feeling, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a short show because I told my sister earlier today, I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I found some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I found some stuff. But I'm going to be real honest with you. you. Found some yeah, stuff. I'm going to yeah. be real honest with y'all. I'm tired of talking. And oh, by the way, just to let y'all know, <laughs> since you know Labor Day is Monday, there will not be an episode on Tuesday. So the next time you hear from us will be next Friday. Uh, that's just a, yes. just a heads up. There won't be a, a show on Tuesday. And I'm going to be uh, real honest with you guys. I'm going to take a vacation. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. I'm just going to take I mean, a vacation. No. It's a stay, it's a staycation. Yeah, staycation. But that's valid. Yeah, staycation. I ain't yeah. going nowhere but staycation. Uh, I'll tell you where I'm not going to go. I just I just realized I had a three-day weekend and um, just now in this moment. And so thank you yeah, for that. Yeah, I'm probably reminding a whole bunch of people that are in the rat race that don't realize <laughs> that, you. hey, you about to, Monday is off. You don't have to get up. Don't get up and go to work and then get to work or turn on your laptop and realize- <laughs> I didn't have to get up and get dressed. I don't have to do I this. I didn't have to do this. Um, <laughs> you you got anything else to say about this? No, I don't. <laughs> I think um, I think it's I think it's sad when we become one of those countries that other countries view as so inhospitable to certain groups that they actually issue travel warnings. <laughs> I don't think we ever wanted to be in it and the statement from the state department that the u.s is committed to promoting tolerance inclusion justice and dignity when well i will say this (laughs) for all the red states that are writing this legislation that is anti-trans all the blue states have responded by protecting access to care 
So there is a fight between the red and the blue of rights, Uh, transgender rights. And let's be honest, there aren't very many red states that are big tourist draws. That's not true. Texas? Florida? Those are literally the only two. Uh, uh, Texas and Florida. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Those are literally the only Tennessee. Two. No, Nashville and Memphis. Shoot, I might go back to Memphis this year for Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. If y'all, if you got some Memphis residents out there, listen to the show. I might be coming out there uh, for Halloween because I like coming out there for Halloween because I like Memphis. Memphis is my city. This is my second favorite city. I've always wanted to go. I'm telling you. Ooh, all, let's yeah. do a trip, brother. This is a trip. All, all three of us. Let's do a trip. Let's go to Memphis. I'll show y'all the, around the way because I've been there before. I know. Okay. I show y'all like you know where um, Juicy J and Project Pat and them like grew up because I I chop it up with Project every time. Like you know every time I'm out there, which has only been once. No, you no, don't. don't. <laughs> Not at all. But so so Tennessee, <laughs> Texas, Florida. People go to Ohio. The baseball no they baseball don't. Hall of Fame is in Ohio. Nobody goes to Ohio. People, people go to my. Uh, you drive wh- through. Where Ohio. is uh, the uh, the national mon- the, uh, the the where the president faces? What's that called again? Rushmore. Yeah, Mount Rushmore. Where is that? That's in the Dakotas, right? I have no idea. Where did people go? To, you know, I have no people idea. People go there. People go to that state. People go to that state over there, and then people go. It is in Keystone, South Dakota. See, people go and people go to South Dakota. To go see nobody's to go going see Mount to Rushmore. South Dakota. Where, where is uh where is that big grand where's the Grand Canyon? I don't know. Go to that state too? I literally don't, <laughs> don't know. Go to that state but too. I don't feel as bad because you clearly don't know. I don't know, know either. either. Um the Grand Canyon is in Arizona. Okay. All right. Well that's another red state. Nobody's going there. People go to Phoenix, people go to Louisiana. Nobody's going people go to New nobody's- Orleans. Listen, okay, so when you that. when you talk when you talk to people abroad about where they want to go, it's usually New York or California. That's where or, they want to go. Or DC. A lot of them want to come to the nation's capital. Sure. You know what's crazy? A lot of people from other countries know that Washington, DC is not a state and is the nation's capital. And there are some people that actually in this country, that live in this country that don't know that Washington, DC exists. I, I, I'm not surprised by that. It took me a second, but I'm not surprised by that whatsoever. Yeah. All right. I, because, and I'll tell you why, because when we were moving to DC, I told my teacher in small town, Virginia, that we were moving to DC. And she said, oh, honey, you can't live in DC. You can live around DC. But she had no idea <laughs> that you could live. This is my teacher. Yeah, well. <laughs> and you was in the gifted program. Ins- no, nah, this no, yes. no. You was you was in the regular middle school. No, when when did we move? No, I was still in honor. I was still in honors class. You know what? And this was and it wasn't like it was like a kindergarten teacher. Or no, this was like I was in seventh yeah. grade. Yeah, <laughs> and she didn't know you could live in D.C. I'll never forget. Yeah, that. no. Uh, for for people <laughs> listening to the show, just to let you know that. People live actually in the city limits of DC. There's homes and apartment buildings <laughs> yes. and all types of stuff. It's like it's a there are condos, yeah, townhouses, it's, it's, it's everything. Residential like, area. You can absolutely. Yeah, live there. I, my best my best friend actually lives in the city limits. You know, I'm going to see yes. her either this weekend or next weekend. I'm going into the city, the city of which that is just five miles away from my house. 
So it's real close. It's, yeah. You can definitely, but the way she is so condescending. Oh, honey, you can't live in DC. All right. And I just shrugged because I don't know. I didn't Man, know you didn't that. know. You was 12. Know. Well, maybe she was high. <laughs> and speaking of high, we talk about marijuana next. <laughs> All right, Jay. First of all, I think that was a good segue. You said what kind of segue? It was a good segue. That teacher obviously that was, was high. Crazy. Well, segue. you know, just sometimes you just gotta create a segue. Like it, I can't. It can't be our next segment next. <laughs> <laughs> that, the next segment is next. You gotta work with what you gotta work with. Yeah, you, you gotta got. work with got what it. you got. All right. The Department of Health and Human uh, Services, the HHS, has sent its findings on marijuana to the DEA the Drug Enforcement Agency, as part of Biden's administration's effort to possibly alter marijuana status in the USA. Uh, now, you everybody may be thinking, like, why would you need to alter marijuana status in, in, in the USA? Because it's technically scheduled as a Schedule One drug. Uh, do mm-hmm. you guys want me to tell you what a Schedule One drug is? Schedule One drugs yes. are heroin. Oh, was that rhetorical? Yeah, okay. yeah I mean it was, it was rhetorical. It's uh, heroin. Sorry. It's um, all the hard stuff. Uh, yeah, basically anything that has zero medicinal value and is highly addictive. What they say has zero medicinal value and highly addictive. Mm-hmm. That's the key. And they put yes. marijuana in that classification. There's a whole history of why marijuana is in that classification. And absolutely and ridiculous. I'll get to it. I'll get to it in a minute. But I just want to talk about okay. the fact that oh old, old crazy Joe. I call him Crazy Joe. Cause it, I don't know why. Because they usually call, call him Batman. Because they usually call him Batman, but now they call him Crazy Joe. I just flip it from lean oh, on me. It. That's all. I don't know. I got it. And, I you got know, it. I slick Willie. No, it makes sense. W, now. Cool Barack. Crazy Joe. Yeah. That's you know, because he look he he look yeah. like somebody crazy uncle. You know, you never know what he gonna say. No, I I I always call him Billion Dollar Joe. I don't know why. I think it's I don't his think, smile. I don't think he got a billion dollars though. No, but he's got a billion dollar smile. Okay, it's when he's wearing them aviator I, shades. Yeah, yes, and he just looks. Yeah, cool. he just be looking cool, <laughs> like a crazy old uncle. Uh, yeah. So back to the weed. So Joe is basically like, man, we need to move. Like this has been ridiculous for a long time. You mm-hmm. have this drug. And inaccurate. Inaccurate. What do you mean? I mean, it does have medicinal value and it is not highly addictive. Once again, then we'll get into the history of marijuana in a, yeah. in a minute. Um, but but especially now, considering the fact that medical marijuana is prevalent in currently 23 states and D.C., yeah, that's right, Washington, D.C., have enacted laws mm-hmm. regulating the non-medical use of marijuana for adults. 23 states and DC said you could just spark up. And I love it. Because, yes. well, I love yes. it and hate it. Because I'll walk the streets in DC and it does smell like marijuana. No. Just open air marijuana smoke. Um, yeah. And I, as it should. Well, you know, like I said, when you're not smoking marijuana, the smell is not good. Right. When you're smoking marijuana, because I smoke marijuana with my good friend Friday night and we got high as a Georgia pie. And and watched How I Met Your Mother. We were supposed to watch um, Wet Hot Summer or something like that. It's some crazy, funny movie. Yeah. But we ended up watching uh, How I Met Your Mother because I was like, we ain't never going to watch this movie. A- anyway, so uh, we just got high. 
Yeah. And it's, it's fun getting high. High, take your stress yeah. away. Marijuana is good. Now it's we, from the earth. Now, we don't know what their recommendation is, correct? Yes, we do. They, they want to schedule it as a class three, a schedule three drug. According to the HH letter obtained by Bloomberg, the, the agency recommended reclassifying marijuana as a schedule three drug, a substance considered to have moderate to low potential for physical and physiological dependence. So I think I agree with that because I do know people who are addicted mm-hmm. to weed. I don't think that an addiction when, forms. When you I, smoke day and night, that's an addiction. Now, that addiction may come because they just want to be high. An addiction like alcohol. It may just come mm-hmm. because they don't want to deal with whatever issues that they have because it does reduce anxiety and stress and depression and all, right. that, all that different stuff. So dependency on not having to deal with their real life in that regard. But it's not like if somebody, if I hand somebody a joint, that all of a sudden they're going to be addicted to marijuana for smoking it the very no. first time. So they, they, no. they're recommending it, according to Bloomberg, to be moved from a Schedule 1, which got all the crazy strong stuff, to a Schedule 3. Right. All right, you ain't got... Jay, you ain't talking that much today. I've been talking... This is I'm going to look at what? the transcript on this episode, and it's going to be 85% me talking. I feel like I've been contributing. I mean, you contributing very much <laughs> contrib- to this. You know what you contributing this much for? Remember when Eddie Murphy did that SNL sketch and he was like, "Yeah, I was a part of the Beatles," and it was just it was just him singing the song. <laughs> Not just doing man. It, man. Yeah, that's what you man. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. man. If y'all don't get that, just look up the best of Eddie Murphy Saturday Night Live. It was made I don't uh, over thirty years ago. And all his mm-hmm. all that stuff is still hilarious today. Yeah. All right. So the history of marijuana, since my sister don't have too much to say today. The history of marijuana. <laughs> I thought that was next. It, 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 you had I'm, I'm, you had promised me some history. <laughs> <laughs> and I was waiting for it. And I thought that was next. It is next. Okay. I didn't know that I needed to okay. All right. What's the history? The history of marijuana prohibition in the United States has deep roots in racism and xenophobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Why xenophobia? Well, the majority in the early 20th century, uh, the laws were originally used to target Latinos and black jazz musicians. So Latino people from Mexico, Mexicans, we're bringing mm-hmm. weed because weed was legal, was legal at this time. We're bringing weed yeah. into the states and showing, hey, you know, you can smoke this if you put some papers on it and put it in a pipe, and it give you that good, good feeling. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this all happened after the Mexican Revolution, and, and now that's too good. That, that's too good. Good, good, good. Okay. Uh, this all happened because of the Mexican Revolution and. and 1910, when the, many of the Mexicans began moving into the United States. And like I said, they brought a tradition with them of smoking marijuana. The explicit racist roots of cannabis, cannabis policy in the United States are explored in the detailed book, Marijuana, A Short History. It highlights how it highlights how politicians across the political divide uh, spent much of the 20th century using marijuana as a means of dividing the country. Um, specifically, there was a gentleman called, God, it was in my notes, but I got rid of the notes. Uh, oh, there was a politician. What was the politician's name? 
What was the politician's name? I don't know. I don't know either. I didn't messed up my notes. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't screwed up my notes. And <laughs> there was a there was a there was a politician back in the day in the in the 1920s that basically mm-hmm. was like, look, it's Latino people and black jazz musicians that are smoking this weed. And they call it mm-hmm. the reefer craze. And what they were really, really scared of, and this has been documented if you Google search. If I had his name, because I had it in my notes and accidentally deleted it. But if I had his name, you could look it up. In 1920s, he was ahead of the, uh, it was called like drug. It was in my notes, but then my notes is gone. But whatever, we here now. Um, He said that we have to maintain and contain the spread of marijuana use between Latinos and blacks, because a lot of white people were starting to go to jazz clubs and what they were really, really afraid of as always Mm -hmm. protecting white women. They were scared that black male jazz musicians were going to hypnotize these white women into having sex with them and crazy sex acts and corrupt their minds and things of that nature. That is the reason why marijuana, that's one of the reasons why marijuana became illegal. And one of the reasons why it became a a scheduled one drug, despite the fact like heroin and cocaine and uh, methamphetamines Mm -hmm. and things of that nature, uh, ecstasy, ecstasy is one of the scheduled one drugs as well. These drugs are a little bit more dangerous than marijuana, even though we were taught that marijuana right. was a gateway drug. And let me just explain to y'all, I just smoked a lot of marijuana in my life and it has never led me to any hard it drugs. Ain't never, it ain't. It's only led me to the fridge. <laughs> right. It has never been a time where I was like, <laughs> I hit I hit a blunt or I hit a joint and I was like, you know what would be real good right now? To do a bump of cocaine. Or to shoot up some yeah. heroin. I have never said that to myself. Yeah, I said, never, I said, never. you know what would be really good right now? Some Doritos. You know what would be really good? Some munchies. Well, I didn't know about munchies at the time. I'm talking about when I first started smoking. <laughs> <laughs> but right now it is absolutely munchies. Um, yes. And, and what's crazy is despite the fact that the usage rates for marijuana between whites and non-whites is basically the same. Black Americans have been mm-hmm. arrested for marijuana offenses at a rate of nearly four to one compared to whites. If you want to also real recognize how racist the drug laws here in this country go no further than a college paper we wrote English year. I wrote a paper called The Inequality of Drug Laws. And it was basically detailing how powder cocaine and crack cocaine gave you different sentences. It was five to one. You could have five to one amount of powder cocaine to the one crack cocaine and you would get the same amount of time in prison. And I was always like, why is crack being punished harsher than cocaine when you can't Mm -hmm. have crack without cocaine, but you could definitely have cocaine without crack? Right. Like, shouldn't you punish the major source? Before you punish, no, but no, it's because the addicts mm-hmm. and the people that were dealing with crack were minorities. So yes. that's the way you populate the jail system. But that's the the legal history of marijuana with, and with, drugs with people of color and with poor people. Yep, people of poor and and and, and people of color and poor people. That's that's what you want to do to yes. populate the prison systems because the prison systems are a private institution now that generates money. So, so I. I think 
I, I really hope that the uh, DEA takes the recommendation from um, the HH- HHS to uh, take it down to a schedule of three, because I think that might open the door for more states to uh, allow it for recreational use. Some, some, some people are stuck in their ways. I have a friend of mine. She's 60 years old. Damn it. Today was her retirement party and I forgot to, I forgot to stream it to watch it. I need to call, I need to contact her because I need to see her tomorrow. Uh, well, if you were going to lie about it, you can't now. I don't think she listens to the show. Okay. If she did, she would, she's, she's got some conservative views. And so I, I pretty much could guess that if she turned on the episode one time, she's like, I can't want to listen to this shit. Cause perhaps she, mm-hmm. she's a friend, but you know, we disagree on a lot of policies and things of that nature. Um, yeah. But she's like adamant against, you know, marijuana does this and that. And I was like, have you ever smoked it? No, because I want to keep my brain. I was like, well, I feel like I'm pretty intelligent That's- and I've smoked a lot of marijuana. So, I, I mean, does it kill brain cells? Yeah, yeah. But so does alcohol. So does too many shots to the yeah. head. Yeah. Car accidents can kill brain cells. Mm-hmm. Whiplash kills brain cells. Any little, any little knock upside your head. Yes. Anything. So, man, you know, you have anything else to say? Look, I just feel like I'm carrying this damn, I'm carrying this damn episode today. I don't know why. And, I've been talking this entire time. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, y'all tell me, y'all tell me, y'all, y'all give me some feedback on this episode. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I feel like I've been talking this entire time. All you said was, after everything I said was, <laughs> are you hot right now? Because the only thing you said was, well, I hope the HSS, uh, the HSS take a... Take, I said, I hope the DEA takes Right, but the you, said, you said HSS first. You said, and then you switched to DEA. Maybe you didn't. No. Yeah, you did I said, I hope that the DEA takes the HSS recommendation. Yeah, you did. That's what you said. <laughs> I'm tired. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. And we got to film another whole episode after this, the Sibling Happy Hour. I don't know yeah. what the hell we're going to talk about the Sibling Happy Hour. That's really going to be some really deadly don't. dallying. Oh, I kind of wanted to talk about that guy that went viral on TikTok because uh, he's in a situation where he I didn't, has I didn't a- watch the whole thing because that thing was too long. It was like four whole minutes. Oh. Well, it's just the whole backstory, like the whole situation. Well, we could talk is, about that on that. We could talk about that on uh, on the the after hours uncensored. We could talk about that on after hours. Yeah, so, uh, yeah that was, that's what. That's yeah, yes. That was my recommendation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what we could talk about. Well, you want to talk about anything uh, anymore? You want to say anything else about the weed? I can, I'm I'm losing my train of thought. I you would have thought I smoked right now, but I didn't. I'm not completely sober because I'm drinking right now, but I'm not drunk. Right. I'm just having a hard time. Are you sure? Yeah, my mouth is dry right now. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, that's a problem. I feel All I right. feel like my lips is really chapped and ashy. So it, definitely, when we end this episode and put some Vaseline on my lips. Well, they don't. They don't look dry. But that's good. So at least well, that's because I just licked them like I was LL. I've been licking my lips like LL Cool mm-hmm. J this whole episode. But that's actually the worst thing. Yeah. In your saliva, you have enzymes that help break down food. I, the thinnest skin on your body is your lips. What do you think those enzymes are doing? Well, Jay, what am I supposed to do? I'm got, uh, the Vaseline is is over there. So I'm going to get the Vaseline when we finish this episode. 
Well, I hope you do because there's nothing more uncomfortable than having dry lips. Dry lips, dry mouth. There is nothing, especially when you got to talk. It's, it is the worst feeling in the world. It is truly terrible. I would rather you, stub your my lips toe. Start sticking to your yes. teeth. <laughs> it's not great. That's kind of something that happens when you smoke weed, though. Yeah, I get. Yeah, dry I get dry mouth. mouth. I, it, you know, yeah. would be a great invention if they come up with something. I know they have like this mouthwash that helps with dry mouth. It's a lie. It doesn't help. I have it, um, but that's it. Doesn't help. I don't care. I don't care what they say. It does not help. I have dry mouth and I use it, and I'm like, this ain't undry my mouth. My mouth is still dry. What's it supposed to do? You might need a prescription or something. Well, I don't know. Because I know you get enough water. Yeah, I drink. I know yeah, you. I, I drink. Like a gallon and a half of water a day. Maybe I get too much water. Yeah, so that's that's not right. That might be something clinical. <laughs> <laughs> maybe marijuana can help it. It, it might. might. It might. Maybe I need to start smoking that's more. That's the thing. I think that, I mean, they need, is there a study on that? I don't, I don't know. It might be. They saying. might have studied it. Somebody, somebody might have. Might have. I, I'm not going to look it up right so, now. This minute, let's look that. Let's look that up. Let's see where we can take that. I had I had the YouTube on the whole time. It was in the background. I hope it didn't pick up on air. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear anything either. But I just clicked over and it was Jim Jordan. And I was like, Oh Lord, let me exit this out. Don't nobody want to hear what he got to say. <laughs> he's. I tell you no. something. He's definitely against marijuana becoming a Schedule Three drug. Ugh. All right. I think that's going to be it for today. (laughs) What do you want to tell the people out there? Uh, Let me think. Let me think. Hey, 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 smoke weed every day? No. I'm not going to say that. Uh, Let me think here. Ah, I really, I got nothing. I don't know. I I keep thinking I'm going to come up with a catchphrase and then I... I just don't. Well, except for our opening. I mean, yeah. I didn't know that was a catchphrase. I didn't know what it, is, it was it, either. We just say it all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I got nothing. Sorry, but thanks for listening. <laughs> That's, that could be it. I got nothing. Sorry, but thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. On that note, as always, go to our website, unsolicitedperspectives.com, where you get all of the information on everything that we provide, our audio and video podcasts, as well as our merch store, our link to our Patreon page that once again has After Hours Uncensored and Talk Straight-ish with me, Bruce Anthony. There's like 40 episodes or more on our Patreon page that is completely different to everything that we've done on Unsolicited Perspectives. Uh, But on that note, Thank you for listening to this crazy disjointed episode of ADHD Takeoff. <laughs> and on that note, as always, I'll holla. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.